is Charlie Haas, and I'm talking to you at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. If you don't pay attention to this podcast, then you know what? You guys can go yourself. What is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm Jesse Carter. Joining me as always, James Pinard Jr. James, what the is going on? Oh, man. We've had a lot of crazy stuff going on besides wrestling. I know where you went. My stuff was last minute. Um, uh, you know, we, we just came off of uh, Thanksgiving. Um, Black Friday shopping, and then surprisingly, out of nowhere, Disneyland came in the picture for me. <laughs> oh yeah, nice dude. Yeah, I seen this dude. You guys go to Disneyland like all the time. We all the been time. There. No, not all the time. It's all the time. No, it is not. It's it it really is. It's all the time. Like you're always sending me pictures from Disneyland. Downtown Disney, sure, because that's you know. You that's know how many times I've been different. to Disneyland in my life? Well, I mean, this doesn't count when I was little. Because I guess supposedly I went to Disneyland a lot when I was little, but like that I can remember twice. <laughs> I can't. I can't twice. recall. I can't recall the lot. Let me think. <laughs> um, I know it's it's got its perks living in California. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it was just unexpectedly, you know, um, pretty much a uh, coworker of my girl's mom. Uh, I guess. I guess she works in there or somebody works in there. So she got the hookup. She got enough for three people. So we're like, well, do you guys want to go? You have to buy your own stuff. I'm like, well, we've been wanting to go. I uh, got park hoppers. So we went to both Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, I have not been to California Adventure in like eight, nine years. Um, so so wait, when you fresh. guys go to Disneyland, you just go to Disneyland and that's it? You never go to California Adventure? No, because... Why? If you because honestly, yep. I mean, when y'all are some children, I guess, this, <laughs> dude, there's so much you got to do at Disneyland. That's the thing. You can't just cover it. You can't one. tell me you haven't done it all going like every no. weekend. No, you've never done everything in Disneyland. No. Wow. That's no, that's especially shocking. go on every ride. No, I mean, the, I mean, I'm surprised we we were actually able to go. I mean, of course, we went on kids' ride because our son, you know, son went. Of course, um, yeah. we went on a good amount. I mean, we went on about at least ten rides, which is actually pretty pretty good considering, you know, by the time the doors open, there's already rides like forty five minute wait. Yeah, yeah. So you know, no, I um, feel, I feel it, man. Dude, we've had a lot happen in wrestling this weekend. We had uh, war games, obviously. Um, some wrestling news is breaking that some people have been talking about and some haven't. And uh, some stuff has just kind of been thrown out there as rumors, and then now it's kind of getting confirmed. And it, there's a lot of stuff I want to touch on. Also, later on in the episode, we are finally going to be covering some uh, Attitude Era December 1st, 1997, so if you guys have watched that episode, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. We watched it uh, this past weekend, and now we're going to talk about it and cover it at the end of the show. We're also going to be covering a preview of tonight's Dynamite, well, tomorrow's Dynamite. If you're listening to this on the audio platform, it's tonight's Dynamite, but um, yeah. And also, uh, yeah, if, the, if we fill up the chat at some point, we're going to Possibly give away some Manscaped since the last guy that won Manscaped never uh, messaged me. So now we're going to give away some more. Yeah, just in time for Christmas, guys. So, you know, yeah. you got to shave your boys for Christmas, you know. You know, yeah, Santa absolutely. does. 
So, dude, this weekend, obviously, uh, as you and other close friends know, I went to the Seattle Seahawks game versus the Raiders. I'm a Seahawk. My wife is a Raiders. Dude, Raider Nation was live in uh, Lumen Field this uh, this past weekend. What a phenomenal game. It was It was amazing. It was back and forth the entire game. I loved it. Some funny stuff happened um, <laughs> at the game that, uh, yeah, we, we ended up having an actual 12th man run on the field for the first play of the Raiders. I don't know if you caught that video. <laughs> yeah, that would be the – that would, you know, I that haven't was, called my that dad was about this, but I know he would tell me, yep, that's something that just would happen to the Raiders. That's just a Raider thing that happened, you know. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, and, he, and, you know, they still lost. Yeah, but we didn't get that touchdown on that first interception. So, <laughs> I mean, but it was still, like, hilarious to – I didn't see that from the stands. Obviously, I, I was second row, uh, second row off the field, so I right. had fantastic seats. Yeah. But I had the most annoying – Raiders fans sitting behind me, just Raiders. That's my dad, dude. That's just how they are, man. No, no, no. This one, dude, look, all the other Raiders fans were cheering for him, too. Had no problem. This one had, like, it was was an acquired voice, I'll tell you that much. She couldn't even yell or scream. It was so loud and so annoying that even the Raiders fans were like, please stop. Please, (laughs) please stop. It was too much, dude. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. But it was fun, dude. And I got to finally drive uh, my Mitsubishi Outlander in the snow for the first time. <laughs> we drove back on the mountains I, that night. I, and, uh, I, I know you guys were, you know, going through hell and back of, you know, how's the snow going to be? We got to prepare for it, January. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, uh, my, my vehicle drove really well in the snow. We had about three inches on the ground. It was mowing through that, doing about 50 mile an hour. It was good, man. It was good. Can't complain, dude. Cannot complain. So um, I was listening to a podcast this week, um, actually today. I listened to it today, and it was interesting. It was uh, from Renee Paquette's podcast, uh, The Sessions. Are you familiar? Yes, The Oral Sessions. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's actually just called The Sessions now, so she changed it. Um, (laughs) Probably for the better, to be honest. (laughs) To be honest. Anyway, great podcast. Love Renee Paquette. She was uh, interviewing Stokely Hathaway earlier, and it was really interesting, dude. They were talking about the build to CM Punk Mm -hmm. versus MJF, and apparently uh, CM Punk had handpicked Stokely Hathaway to be a part of this storyline. So so the whole Stokely thing, that was going to happen either way. Um, according to Stokely Hathaway. And as and as he was explaining it, he said the guy that was supposed to be in the storyline is no longer with the company. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was supposed to say that or what, but that's, you know, that's some breaking news to me, man, um, because we no, nobody has said anything like verifying that this guy is, that CM Punk is no longer with the company. And this was him flat out saying, uh, you know, this guy is obviously no longer with the company. Right. So th- that was, I don't know if he, he's going to catch some flack for that. Hopefully he just misspoke and, or maybe he was keeping kayfabe. I don't know. I'm still, still calling it a work for right now. I know last week's podcast, uh, episode 114, we are on episode 115, by the way. I know episode 114, we had uh, named it on the audio version. Um, CM Punk versus the elite is a work. <laughs> that was the name of last week's episode, but I'm still sticking by that, man. It's a freaking work until uh, somebody proves otherwise. But Stokely Hathaway straight up came out today and said, 
um, he is no longer with the company. So uh, maybe that was clarification. Maybe he misspoke. I'm not sure what the deal is, or maybe he's just not in, you know, in on it and he's just as preview as the rest of us. Who knows? Yeah. It could have been just, you know, out of context and he uses those words and we never know. Anyone's going to take it this yeah. way and that way, you know, it's, it's either, Oh, he's not in the company or Hey, he's technically not here at the moment. He's injured, you know, um, well, you know, we'll just have to see, you know, I do believe it that punk would want him involved. I mean, obviously I know MGF probably had talked with punk before and like, Hey, you working with me before he needs to be involved as well. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, some other stuff happened. Obviously, uh, War Games just happened. Um, apparently, you know, there, there's there been some talks that we're going to be getting new tag team titles just for the Usos. So they're going to be presenting new tag team titles. I don't, I haven't heard any talks of a new Undisputed Universal t- uh, title yet, but the tag titles have been in talks for a while. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be unifying those and getting just a set of belts. I'm hoping that these are good, um, but I've also heard that these are going to have just like the WWE logo smack dab in the middle, just like the rest of their crap. Yeah, just like a universal title. You know, I don't expect <laughs> nothing crazy from this. You know, I mean, yeah, it's different. You got unified titles. You never had unified tag titles. You've had a unified title back in the day. So, I mean, it's a little different, but um, yeah, no, I haven't really heard anything about this, about them getting new belts or anything um yeah it's been it's been reported but on a few different sites uh i mean once again this is being reported it's not fact until we see it but this is this is what's being reported all right now i want to get into war games did you watch the pay-per-view watch the war games matches (laughs) that's it you didn't watch the full card then no, I did not. Oh, dude. So there's a lot of mixed reviews, okay? There's a lot of people that just, um, and by people, I mean AEW fans that just did not like this pay-per-view. At this point, I'm thinking, dude, like, what What do we got to do? What does WWE have to do to convince some of these hardcores that they're doing good shows? Because you can't tell me that six good matches, I mean, well, I'm not going to say six good matches because one of the max matches on the card was definitely a stinker. Um, but we had five good matches on this card, all right? Mm-hmm. Just about every single match, actually all the matches had a build of some sort leading yeah. into this card. Correct, yeah. Okay? So I've, I've, I've just heard like multiple people dude i mean it's that's not just like one set of it's like twitter i've seen some stuff some smatter on twitter i've seen some smatter on like facebook um nothing on instagram of course instagram is kind of away from the iwc in that way <laughs> but right, um important. but yeah mostly just facebook and and twitter um yeah dude it's just uh they didn't dig the card they didn't like uh you know the the main event they didn't like the women's match because Look, I get it. Damage control is not booked good, but the match was good, and it made sense to bring Becky back in this light to me. Right. Yeah, of course. Personally. So, I don't know. I just feel like it at times it's like, what what do we got to do to make this card a little better? What would you suggest, James? You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I know you've watched Raw here and there probably more than I have. I'm still like no, raw, kinda... raw sucks. Raw sucks. I, okay, I'm not well, going to tell me that in general. Like I'm still SmackDown's good. Raw's I don't know what it is. I guess it's I don't just know what they got to do to that. I don't know. Like 
I'll try to watch an episode of Raw or SmackDown, but like I've noticed it for myself. I'm doing the same criteria I was doing before and just focusing on certain things I care for, everything else I don't care for. You know, what is going on with the bloodline and what is going on with the Bray? And for some reason, I just do not care about anything else. I don't know why. I, I mean, what can they do specifically? What would you like to see? Like, what storylines? Because they just recently put Matt Riddle in a tag team with Elias on Raw. Okay. Yesterday on Raw, they put him with a tag team. So you don't have nothing for Riddle. You don't have nothing for Elias. And you don't have a tag team roster. So what do you do in the, like, what do you do in, in this, at this point? Oh, man. I mean, I know, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, We've said a number of times they're doing as much as they can. Storylines have been reproduced a number of times because, you know, what hasn't WWE done? It's kind of hard to, you know, not try to recycle some of the storylines they've done, but it's like you got to go toward that way if you can't think of something. And I, I know they've done that. Um, I'm trying to think what specifically they can really change because I know, you know, I'm kind of turning to that AEW leaf, like, you know, not that they can do anything wrong because AEW, you know, has their faults. They have their bad, you know, but for some reason, I don't know, something about it just seems more entertaining to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, you know, just the little things like doing the shoots, you know. So are you are you just like into AEW just booking up matches all the time and then having no storyline? No, are you okay with not having a storyline? That's, you know, that's what I'm trying to get at. Because for guess, me, when I watch wrestling, like, I don't watch it for sports. If I want sports, I'm going to go watch the real thing. I'm going to go watch like, UFC. I'm going to go watch boxing. Like, that's that's different kind of combat sports for me, not professional wrestling. And that's, to me, what AEW is trying to do, putting those yeah, big matches I think, together. I think that's what it was. Like, back in the day, you know, added to error and stuff. Like, the match could suck complete ass. And, you know, but the storyline, the soap opera is there. And that's what just that's just what it always used to be, you know, and now it's kind of digressed like, oh, hey, we don't need a storyline. The ring work's going to do all the work and just make you forget that there was no storyline. It's just, you know, two wrestlers fighting or tag team or whatever. And I guess that's, you know, for AW fans, I guess that's just the new norm. I mean, personally for myself, you know, I don't mind some of those matches not having storyline base. But, you know, for, of course, like the last paper of full gear. There was what 13 matches on the card, maybe like four, maybe five at most had storyline base. I, I do want yeah. the storyline basing in there. And I guess I don't know. For me, Dudley, I think like the rinse and recycle of like doing that, like like having repeated matches over and over and over, or you know, some, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to like fit the best words if that makes sense. Um Like, I know we have, you know, the Ronda Rousey stuff, it's not entertaining. It's, it, you know, no, no one. It, it, and, and yeah, I'll fully and I look, admit that match sucked. It was I terrible. I fully understand, you know, no Cody Rhodes there because that would be another storyline in the books for them to have. And now they're just having Seth, like, recycle. I'm like, okay, let him feud with Bobby. Hey, but we're going to try to rebook theory in a way like, hey, all right, he's the, the, you know, the, the briefcase is gone. Now let's try to rebook him, repackage him, which it seems like they're doing So you it. didn't watch the triple threat match then? No, I've heard. Go so back much, and watch it. I've heard so much good about it. 
Um, you know, it go makes, back it, and it watch that match. Theory, Theory looked like a fucking star. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, it was it was good, dude. It was good. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna front on that. Like he looked like a star. I would I would say that was the best thing that I've ever seen Theory in was that right. match. I guess maybe maybe some storylines are too long. Maybe that's what it is in WWE fans just or AW fans and other wrestling fans just do not you know have liking for it because how long has this Ray how long has the Judgment Day been a storyline where they're feuding with you know first it was so, Ray and then so wait a minute are you saying that the attention span is not there? For wrestling fans, I, I guess so. Okay, I don't know. so so then, how does that work with AEW when you say, "Oh, long term storytelling on every single thing, dating back to a yeah. match that happened oh, I, three oh, years I, ago?" No, that's you know that's so that's though, that's my argument. Like, how do you how do you how do you justify the long term storytelling? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's just like you know, I obviously Michael's not here. And I know he obviously would be, you know, we Michael was at the the Raiders game with uh, the Raiders Seahawks game with me. Um, he is does not have a voice, and he actually ended up getting sick on that trip. So uh, we yeah. wish him the the best. Yeah, he will uh, return on the stream. By the way, we're going back to a normal time too. Um, we're going to start doing our streams on Monday at four thirty uh, Pacific Standard Time. So yeah. Um, join us on Mondays and when Monday Night Raw starts during the stream, uh, come and watch it with us because we're going to be watching it as we're streaming and you can get live reactions on on some of it while we're streaming. We're not going to stream for three hours, so don't get, don't get anything twisted. We're not streaming during this whole Raw, but we can uh, talk about the beginning of it a little bit and see uh, how that show goes. But trust me, man, Raw is not hit for me either. And and you're right. It, it is mainly right now about... Uh, the bloodline and um and the fiend or, or bray Wyatt, right. i guess yeah so like you obviously watch dirty more than me i'm trying to think what uh, what i probably don't okay <laughs> i'm trying to think what big storylines they have besides the bloodline because that's you know everyone's gonna watch they that. so they had so they had build up through this whole thing on on war games you had uh judgment day versus the oc for like two months since the OC have come back, it has been the Judgment Day versus the OC. So mm-hmm. that is a build. You've had it for two months. It has not been that long. You know what I mean? So two months is a is a perfect uh, fine line for the build, which right. that match was awesome, by the way. I I enjoyed watching Finn Balor and, and AJ Styles. AJ Styles looked phenomenal. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I, heard, I heard some people say that he didn't look like the same AJ, but to me... I don't need an AJ Styles doing 450 splashes and putting his body at risk. The dude is older. We know he's older, and the guy can perform. On, he's still on, going at it, he, you know. Yeah, the dude can perform a, a fantastic match without all of that. So it's it's not needed. But you also had, um, obviously, that, that build between Ronda Rousey and Shotzi, that was like a really short build. Very bland. So, well, yeah, it was, it was just very a very short build. Um. And that, that match sucked anyway. Everybody knew that that was not going to be good. But once again, you're missing some players in the WWE. You're missing uh, Sasha. You're missing Naomi. You're missing Charlotte. You know what I mean? SmackDown is kind of hurting right now. Yeah, for you're their... missing Cody. You're trying to, you know. Yeah, but I'm talking to... about for the women on uh, the in the women's division on SmackDown. Like, the, yeah, yeah, their division pretty... is hurting a little bit. Yeah. I almost want to say, why don't we unify these titles too? 
I'm surprised they have. You know what I mean? You know, like why? Why don't we? At this point, so yeah. I mean, you have a champion that's been a champion for a good. How long has Bianca been champion? A good, a good while for now. Uh, too uh, long, too long at this point. Her reign is just so stale to me, and it's unfun to watch. I am just not. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan. Like, I, I don't know. I I understand a lot of people like her. Uh, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Bianca Belair uh, reign. I want that title back on Big Time Bex, and, and we're gonna call it call it a day. <laughs> so, I mean that you could take that as a wild take if you want, but uh, that's that's just what I'm looking for. Yeah, man. I don't. Becky's know. the star of of all of these women. I guess it's just you know you gotta wait for certain superstars to come back. They just hit you know rock bottom ever since you know Cody went down, and you know the Judgment Day's been their big thing for a little bit, and. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that they're lacking superstars by any by any means. That's the weird thing. Is like I don't think that WWE is lacking superstars. I just. I think that there's a booking problem. I think that that we're booking people that are uninteresting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, I don't know what it is. Ever since AEWs came in the picture, it's so hard for me to transition back and watch Raw, watch SmackDown. I'll watch the pay per views here and there. You know, because, you know, those are the ones like, okay, those are the eye catchers, you know, if I don't know, like there hasn't been a time where I'm not going to watch the dynamite. Like, oh, I'm just going to fast forward to this. Like for some reason, I just have that attention span to, well, I want to watch this. I want to watch that. I want to watch that. You know, I know they, when they first started, of course it was, we're not going to have repeated matches. Maybe that could be my thing. Maybe that's, I know that was one thing for me that I hated that we did repeated matches you know, a number of times, you know, Hey, let's have these go. Let's have these two wrestlers go one-on-one. Oh, and the next week let's, you know, Hey, we're going to put them in the feud. Let's book them in a tag team. I don't, I don't know. Well, dude, right now I find myself fast forwarding through dynamite. (laughs) I'm not even, I'm not even catching dynamite on time anymore. I'm doing the same thing as well. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm fast forwarding through a lot of the crap on dynamite. And I never did that before. It was like when I'm watching Dynamite, I'm watching the whole show and I'm watching it on time. Now it's not like that. I'm fast forwarding. Like there's just a lot of it, stuff it that could I could just care be different for myself because I, you know, obviously we had Thanksgiving, so I didn't watch it live, you know. But if yeah. I end up like missing the show, I'll fast forward. I don't want to watch every single thing because I'm like, ah, it's blind. I don't care for it. Yeah, we're just you gonna know? skim. And through. I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say like, hey, you know, you know, I'm not choosing like AEW is the best company. No, there's some flaws with them too. Same with WWE. Oh, there's flaws on both sides for you sure. Know. But what I'm, what my whole thing is like, what like if you, and I can't even really talk to you about this because you only watch the two War Games matches. So there was also some like arguments like, oh, well, we didn't get like, we didn't get the traditional Survivor Series matches, bro. Like, when has that ever been exciting? Tell me it's now, been bland. You are you excited up, to see so. a traditional Survivor Series match, James? Because I'm not. Like, no, War Games no, needs to be it's, this it's replacement. It's bland. They don't have a brand placement, you know. Okay, maybe next year when they do a draft, okay, maybe they'll bring it back and maybe revamp it a little better. You know, put some stipulations, make it more exciting, not just all brand supremacy. Well, what do you get out of it? No, I don't want any of that anymore on Survivor Series. That needs to be a thing of the past. Like all those, like, dude, I don't even like trios matches. I can care less about ten man tags. <laughs> I'll tell you that, unless it's in a freaking cage and it's like, war games. The That's, last that time, is what's up for me. The last time I can remember, I cared for Survivor Series when they did brand supremacy. Is when they actually had a good visual, you know, brand split. Uh, you know, I oh, I can't remember what year it was, but the year that Orton was the 
the Soul Survivor and Taker return at the end of the show. That was the last time I really cared for those brand supremacy thing. Yeah, you know, brand supremacy type of matches. Um, I'm over the whole brand versus brand thing, dude. I don't want to yeah, see champion versus champion. Brand? Okay, I don't. I don't like honestly the split brand sucks. I I don't want a draft anymore. Like I think I I think it's very limited, and I think that's the reason why Monday Night Raw sucks every Monday is because we can only get certain superstars on on SmackDown. Like if you had a Bray Wyatt storyline going on on Raw, that would make it somewhat interesting. And if you had a Bloodline storyline, granted the Bloodline has been on Raw here and there. Yeah, but. You know what I mean? Like a Kevin Owens, like bring some of these guys over. You know what I mean? This whole like, let's please Fox because they paid the most money and they just get like certain superstars all the time. That sucks, man. Uh, everything pro wrestling is in the house. Uh, thanks, Conrad, for showing up. It says it was hard before AEW, brother. Um, Brandon Martin says, hey, Jesse and James, what's going on, Brandon? How's from the Rent Raid podcast. Appreciate it, man. Uh, stick around, Brandon. We're uh, pro- possibly going to be giving away some Manscaped. Uh, Frodo says, uh, bust out the Michelobes, James. No Michelobes here, sir. I'm actually out of beer. <laughs> so anyway, you got to go back and watch this pay-per-view, man, because I feel like you're, you're doing yourself a disservice by not watching at least AJ Styles and Finn Balor and, uh, the triple threat match. You in don't need to go defense, back and watch Ronda versus Shotzi. Like nobody cared about that match from the beginning. Of course not. In my so. defense, I had to work. So I just watched those two man- matches. Cause you know, it's war games. You got to watch those. So that's my yeah. defense. <laughs> and they were good war games matches, dude. The storytelling in the bloodline match was top notch. Like Sammy I- Zayn. I have never seen Sammy shine so much than what he has. Yes. Dude, and they, and what I loved about this too, is they were building up to this match. Throughout the card, you had like this meetup with Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, and Jay was like telling him, "Yo, he was talking to Kevin Owens. He was doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?" And then Jay it was Uso, throughout the show type of deal. Yeah, like, hey, throughout the show, it, it was building up this anticipation: what is going to happen with the Bloodline and Sami Zayn? You know what I mean? And then the story was: who is Sami going to choose? Is he going to choose his best friend of twenty-five years or his new family in the Bloodline? And we got our answer, and he chose the bloodline. Dude, the storytelling was fantastic. And then we got that hug and embrace from Jay Uso um, to Sami Zayn at the end of that match. And the crowd going wild and popping for it. You know, Fantastic. Yes, I loved good. this storytelling. It was, it was good. Um, we didn't need, like, all the glitz and glory, you know. We no. Obviously, spot monkey. No, don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with it, you know. But, but the spots weren't what? even that bad. No. It wasn't like something crazy like what it we've seen like, uh, the Undisputed Era versus, you know what I mean, like Pete saying. Dunne like, and he put the War NXT, Raiders and all that. That's what I'm saying. Like Triple H put his NXT flavor into it somewhat, but not too much anticipated. Like, hey, this is main roster. They don't do yeah. all the flip spots. They don't do this and that. Yeah, it's granted. You had table spots. You had, you know, chair shots, blah, 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 blah. Well, but none of the flip spots or anything bother me either. I just want to throw that out. Like, I think right, but the I think story, if you hate it. one style of wrestling and you only focus on one, then it makes your product very uh, bland. That's what I love about AEW is that they have a, a, a variety of their wrestling. There's nothing wrong with WWE doing that as well, and people like Jim Cornette and and all those naysayers of you can't do this in professional. Why can't you? Why can't you? Right. It is okay to have different styles of professional wrestling dude i just watched a match with hulk hogan and and some uh japanese wrestler um i don't even know who it was and conrad is in the chat actually he could probably um 
shoot some knowledge because he's he's a historian over here. Um, dude, I have never seen Hulk Hogan work like this. I never watched him in Japan, but this guy was Hulk Hogan was actually working. He did a good match, like he was he was throwing down in the ring, the dude. Japanese, he was, he was wrestling strong hair. style. Yeah, it was insane. Japanese strong style wrestling is a lot different than the American, you know, American type. They just have more passion. To me, they have more passion for the wrestling and feel. Look know, at that, Conrad's the man. Can you pronounce that? I don't want to butcher it. How would you pronounce uh, it? Um, you know, Tenru. Tenru. Uh, that sounds about right. I can't even look at the chat right if now. If I said that right, Conrad, let me know. Tenru or Tenru or I know I'm, I'm close. Completely- I'm assuming so. I don't. Even, I can't even see chat. My screen is completely frozen, but I'm still going here. I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, everything Pro Wrestling said the triple threat match uh, is for people who love the the match quality, and the men's war games match was for the people who love character development and storytelling. Um, I thought the I thought the match for war games for the men's match was pretty hard hitting too. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah, you had. The I thought it had a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, you had storyline basing. I mean, I know the big one, of course, is what's going on with the bloodline and Sammy. You know, you're trying to mix everything into it, and they utilize it like, you know. Um, yes, sir. I don't know. To, from top to bottom, it was fantastic. Fantastic, whatever. And it kind of give you more cliffhanger. Like, what's going to go on? Like, you know, yeah, Sammy did all the work, but he was kind of contemplating it, if you will. Yeah. And you got you more cliffhanger, if you will. So we got a cliffhanger. Um, for some reason, I don't know. I didn't feel that way for the women's. Like it was a good match, you know. Nothing, you know, nothing fantastic. Um, I think for myself, I cringe. I don't know why. I cringe every time they do, even AEW when they do the spot where there's two people on the turnbuckle, then two superstars go on the back try to knock them down, then two more try to, you know. Do the power bomb. I always cringe and see that. I'm glad they, you know, stayed away from it. Did not anticipate that. But I've, I don't know how you feel about that. But I hate when that's utilized in big matches like that. The the crowd up power bomb. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know why. It's just like where everybody like gets in on on the power bomb. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, it just made me cringe. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe I've yeah. just seen it too much. I, I look. I was having this conversation with Conrad earlier in 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 one of our private chats on uh, Facebook. So there there is nothing that is being done in a wrestling ring today that you haven't already seen. No. There just isn't. So I mean, what do you do in this in in this situation without creating? I don't know. It's hard to create new spots if that's how you want to say it. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you could do. I mean, just a simple, you know, someone cutting down the ropes, you know, making it into one big ass ring, you know, no ropes in the way. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know either. Ring, but it, it is know, really ring, hard. Ripping the ring open. It's all Having, head. It's all headlocks and takedowns, <laughs> brother. Like you've seen it done. It's a wrestling match. That's what. That's my point with AEW. Is like, look. All these phenomenal matches that we're getting all the time. Look, you've seen that same phenomenal match with a hundred different guys at this point. Everybody knows how to work that style. So, at what point does it become stale and boring? And w- at what point do you want more storytelling in your program? Because when I started watching wrestling, it, it was always, and I'm talking back in like w- old WCW days. 
You know what I mean? Like even, you know, like Jim Crockett, all that crap. Like it was always, there was always storytelling. There was always a a buildup, anticipation, uh, a suspension of disbelief. But it's like, we don't get that in a lot of AEW matches now. So it's like, at some point, I'm not going to be impressed with just a a great match without any rhyme or reason for the great match. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's the new culture with AEW. Like, oh, we'll do character development, but we're just going to do it with the match. You know, you don't need the storyline. You can just do it from a a match persona. No storyline whatsoever. You know, does it work? I mean, it can, but it's, look, I'm know, not. I'm not I knocking AEW 100. Like AEW does some good things that I really, really enjoy. Um, and same with WWE. But both companies have like these stale moments where we're like, "What are we doing here? Like, what? Right. Who in the back decided that this was a good idea <laughs> for for yeah. either company? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Who booked this crap? Like Conrad, I was talking to about the whole Elias and Riddle thing earlier. And and he just did not see the whole, the whole point of that. And the only re- argument that I had was, look, well, we don't have a tag division in WWE because we don't. So it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, if you're gonna put Riddle against Seth Rollins again, then you're gonna get the fans saying, you know, oh well, now we get another rematch. You know what I mean? See, so, and, and, and that's one thing you can't like, win. And I think the problem with you know, I guess one dirty narrative I can take to this. Is when you have an undisputed champion, you know they got. I guess that's like like you know the tag division has been ruined. It's been ruined for a long, long, good long ass time. Yeah. And now you have one solidified tag team that's unified champions. But you have potential for the tag division too. Yeah, of course. And don't get me wrong. There's some good to this. You know, you can, you know, bring out some potential. You know, with Roman. You know, obviously he's the undisputed champion. We had, you know, he's had a you know good number amount of matches of superstars. You thought, hey, then they would never be in this main event. We need Tommaso and Gargano back together. That's a great tag team. Yeah, that one needs to happen. Um, you know, and I hopefully this builds up to it. You know, where eventually I would think we're gonna Kevin, Kevin, and Sammy at some point be in their tag team. See, I don't want that. I, 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 I look. I'm an advocate for Kevin Owens being in the main event because that guy deserves it. Like he he's just so believable when it comes to like, dude. I popped every time that Roman and him like when they stood face to face, and then they started just blowing. I was like, get it, dude. <laughs> like I was, yeah, like I was run. ready. Like, dude, Kevin Owens makes you believe, or well, at least for me, he makes you believe that this guy is about to go to war. And I love that, dude. I love that about Kevin Owens. And of course, he's always been known as a you know single competitor, a main event yeah. spotter. You know. Yeah. Some okay. superstars, I think if you're that damn good, you can work both spottings of tag team and singles competition. <laughs> in my in my personal opinion. I mean, obviously we're not gonna get it. Kevin's not beating Roman for the title. No, yeah. no, there's no way. Yeah. So I don't know who's gonna beat Roman for the title at this point. Like we uh, me and Conrad were also having this discussion. It's uh, some people are getting tired of Cody or like, you know, they don't think they think the time has passed for Cody Rhodes. I don't know. For me, I don't think so. I think the story is still there with Cody Rhodes, and that is, I think, still your number one guy I'm when he comes back. But. With it. I'm still sticking with it. There's going to be a three way dance. I feel like there's going to be a three way dance. It's going to be I would Cody, hate that. Cody, Seth, and Roman. Roman's not going to get pinned. They will not allow that. I don't see him getting. Beat. I don't see Cody. See, and I've said that from the beginning. I don't see Cody beat uh, or Roman letting Cody pin 
uh, Roman. No, I think it's going to be I, I, I feel Cody. like we're going to find a way to get the titles off of uh, Roman before Cody gets his shot. That's what I feel like. And, you know, there's so many questions. Are they doing one title? Are they doing both? Are we still having the Undisputed? Are they ever going to do two belts? You know, yeah. there's so many. And I know they've been talking about it for so long. What can you do with this? You know, now you got the big anticipation. We're coming up in December. You got the Royal Rumble in January. You better start plotting stuff out and have it ready to go. Everything pro wrestling says, what happens if The Rock comes back? James? Uh, unless they split the belts, unless that's their way of splitting it. Do you do you I, want the belt split, or do you, do you feel like we can just hold this on with one with one champion? Because I I would prefer the one champion. I mean, I would prefer the one champion, but I think Hunter would want two again, just to source out more potential, more stars. What do you? Not, so you so you want the one? Though. But it bring. But the thing is, when you chat, have one help champion, me out. Do you want one champion? Do you want two titles? Do you feel like Roman? I feel like it, it gives it more prestige when you have the yeah, one. Because look, potential. it's you who's going to more... beat Roman? Who is going to beat Roman? That is the question, right? Everybody. It's not who's going to beat Roman. There's who's going to beat Seth? Oh, you could always, put this, like there's no there's no prestige that way. And there's always been a problem like, oh, hey, there's two champions, but yeah, that other champion we don't care about. This other guy is yep. the man. This one, yep. the one gets outshined by the other. Yep. You know, Every but time. I get it, and you know, I know this whole thing. Well, everyone should get a chance to shine. Yeah, but you know, if they're not going to do, you know, there's no split brands. There's no. I know they're planning to do split brands. If they plan to do in that, I think they're going to go two belts. Personally, the one belt thing for me has always been better. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with make you. Make more. Make it more. You know, just like I think, I wish they would put together the IC and US title. Why not just merge them? Why not merge them? I mean, do we really need two mid-card champions? I know everyone should no, have a spotting. We don't. We don't. I agree on the that, world too. Champion, it's called the world champion, okay? Yep. Not a world, not a WWE. Either you're the main champion or you're not. Yeah. To me, give them more potential. Give that champion. Right know, now, I was explaining this title earlier to Conrad as well. I was saying there is no belt with more prestige in professional wrestling right now than the belts that Roman Reigns is carrying. There is no belt that has more prestige than that. Not, not the mention. AEW, not a a uh, what is it? NWA, not TNA. None of that. Nothing matters except for the one title that Roman is 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 holding, and it's because of what he's doing. Nobody is ready to beat Roman, and I love that. I love that, dude. But at the same time, we can't carry it on forever. So who is it going to be? Do you have the Rock come back and, and and fight for the title? No, I don't think so. I still think that this needs to be for the head of the table. Because if The Rock comes back to challenge for the title, we know he's losing. It's just to cement more. We you know, know he's like, losing. Like, 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 like we've said, it's just passing the torch. Like, okay, Roman, you're the head of the table. You're the dominant one. You know, the question is, who do you have beat him? Or is Dudley going to take the easy route and just say, hey, he's retiring. That's it. No one beats him. He goes, that's it. No one's going to ever beat him. See, and I love what Conrad just said too. One championship. I personally think that they should have one, uh, have one set of championships for each division, and the champions uh, are the only people allowed to go back and forth. Agreed. They did that. They they did that back in two uh, two thousand and two. They had that going on with the undisputed title. So why can't we do it again? Why not just make all the titles undisputed? And if you're gonna do yep. brand, if you're gonna do a brand split, okay, do what you did before. 
one undisputed champion, you can go to both shows. One undisputed, you know, mid-card champion, whatever you want to call it. One undisputed tag team champions. Same with the women's, you know. Why not do that? Like, make them make them valuable. Make it where, hey, that championship title is, you know, very valuable. Oh, but there's this other set of titles, so meh. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, before we get into the next segment, what would you think of the elite throwing shots at CM Punk last week on Dynamite? You had, <laughs> Not, uh, yeah. you had uh, Kenny Omega biting. You had him throwing up the go to sleep. You had him doing the go to sleep and then thanking Kenta for the move. And then you had uh, Matt Jackson doing the buckshot lariat and falling on his ass and uh, saying, what happened? Yeah, not what surprised happened? whatsoever. It's, you know, it's the first thing that came to mind is HBK in Montreal. You're on enemy's turf. Yep. You got to take advantage of it. You We're actually about to be part. talking about... 1997 Monday Night Raw, and on this episode, they were still throwing shots at the Hart Foundation as Bret Hart is already in WCW after the Montreal Screwjob. This was shortly after the Montreal Screwjob, I think about three weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think three or a week. Three weeks, just about. Yeah, three weeks after the Montreal Screwjob, we are covering this Monday Night Raw on this. Um, Everything Pro Wrestling says it forces WWE to put the titles on people who draw money. Um Fully agree, man. Fully yeah. agree. Yeah, agree. As far as the elite, he, uh, Conrad also says, as far as the elite go, I feel like they really did a disservice to AEW. If you're Roman Reigns, why would you go there and sign? That's true, man. Yeah. So, like, uh, this is Conrad's argument, man. Like, look, I'm an elite fan. I'm a CM Punk fan as well. But, look, you got your EVPs out here throwing shots. Now, if this is not a work, this tells everybody that, look, it doesn't matter if you have a disagreement with us because if you do, you're you're back on the streets and we're going to run the show how we want. It, like nothing is going past the elite at this point, right? Right. It, it, it doesn't – so if, like what Conrad is saying, why would Roman Reigns want to go to uh, to AEW if he knows about the drama that the elite bring? You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't blame him. I Interesting. I don't blame him whatsoever. That's, you know, that's a good, that's a good comment there, Conrad. Yeah, Conrad said, the moment you disagree with something they say, it, it's what's going to happen to you. I think it's a bad look overall for how they uh, can treat talent, and if anyone goes against them, what will they do? Yep, that's that's what we're uh, saying right now. It's 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 wild, man. We just lost James. I don't know uh, how he exited, but yeah, dude, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy, Conrad. Like, I don't understand... Uh, I'm still sticking to my guns, man. I think this is a work. I think it's a work, dude. It's got to be a work. And uh, as as James is uh, getting his connection back and joining the the chat, um, yeah, we'll just kind of talk about this, dude. Uh, the, the whole elite thing coming out. You had the FCM Punk chance again in Chicago, which I found was really weird. But you also had uh, the big. <laughs> hashtag blame stream yard i'm gonna hashtag blame james's internet connection because he pays for that he, he he's uh he's bootlegging walmart's connection next door because he's too cheap to buy his own instead he spends it at disneyland <laughs> so yeah i mean you you, ha you also had a lot of the f uh the elite chance as well and i think that's why they fed into it just because they were in chicago i don't know how everybody else feels about that but um I don't know, man. It's 
damned if you do and damned if you don't in this situation. But I still feel I still fully believe that um this is a work, dude. It's a work. Why would you go out there and do that? And if you if this is not a work, then it just shows exactly what you're talking about, Conrad, and that is that no other star is going to want to come and sign to your company knowing about the drama that that could possibly happen uh, backstage. Uh, it's, I don't know. Because if you wanted to have that dream match with Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega, guess what? Your dream match is now in the hands of the elite. So it's like, are we going to do business and have Kenny Omega beat the great Roman Reigns? No. Why would we? Roman Reigns is the guy that needs to win. But if that happened, uh, we already know how this would go down if uh, if the rumors are true, if the rumors and innuendo are true. So, yeah, it's it's wild, man. But while we're waiting for James uh, to, to join, we're going to take a quick break. Guys, we will be right back right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Pro Wrestling Shoot listeners, this is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling, here to let you know that Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And every Monday, we are live on YouTube with our classic show, Clash of the Podcast, 6.05 Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to myself and my tag team partner, Sean Hubbard of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, talk all the latest and greatest in pro wrestling. Also on our YouTube channel, live every Wednesday following AEW Dynamite, myself and Derek bring you the live post-show coverage. Make sure you guys are tuned in to check us out. And did I mention we are also on audio platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, let's get back to listening to the guys of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. All right, we are back right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. James's Walmart connection is fixed, and he has joined us again. Um, you gotta, you gotta stay off the bad uh, websites, there, bud. Do a Conrad and blame Chrome. <laughs> Conrad already had your back in this one. He said, hashtag blame Streamyard. <laughs> hashtag blame Chrome. <laughs> so uh touching on what we were talking about before we went to break it's uh also all confidence in tk would be lost if that's the fact and everything uh surrounding the rumors of the elite are true um i i fully agree but tonight or tomorrow night and uh, tonight if you're listening on the audio podcast is uh another edition of dynamite and we get this match again we got the AEW World Trios Championships Best of Seven Series Death Triangle versus the Elite. So uh, Death Triangle has two. The Elite has zero. I'm assuming the Elite win the next two. Or maybe we have Death Triangle go all the way to three and win tonight and, or tomorrow night. And uh, and then the Elite make this super comeback, I guess. I don't <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. Super comeback That's party. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting, a Red Sox type of, Red Sox-Yankees type of feel going down 3-0 and coming back and winning it. You know, I, I hope, I hope there's a swerve. Give me something. Give me the elite winning this one. Don't give me the obvious 3-0 comeback. Give me something a little different. Um, You know, they are utilizing some storyline to this with the hammer being involved. Um, Penta used it. Ray Phoenix is not happy about it. Penta, you know, Pac is, you know, phrasing it. So let's see what they come with this. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens, dude. We'll see what happens. But, but yeah, leverage like Conrad said, 
once you do your seven matches, because that's you know more likely that's going to be the best that that's going to be the scenario. They're going all seven. Um, you cannot have these guys fighting for a long time after this. Cannot. You have to swerve around this. Make the anticipation for the match years down the road. Like okay, hey, they haven't fought since the you know best of seven. Make it a year, make it two years max where they don't even face each other. I, I've already dropped one F-bomb. I'm not going to repeat what Frodo said, but you can read it on the screen there. Um, that's towards you there, James. Uh, Conrad thinks that the Elite tie it up two to two. Um, I, Dude, so this this goes to show you how cocky the Elite are and how, how their egos work. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Death Triangle won another one tonight and the Elite made a super comeback and won four straight just to close it out and win the titles. Uh, it would be, I hope not. It'd be I a travesty, not. but I, I could see it happening just because of how much heat they, they currently have. How do you make this match different? I mean, you have to throw in the you have to throw in more storyline basing into it for sure. Um, there, you know, the hammer's been utilized for a number of times. Um, you know, you got to throw some shade in there. You know, like the elite starts getting pissed off with it, not one another. Like they're teasing it, like they're going to break up. You know, do something like that. You got to do just take notes from the men's war games. You have to utilize some storylines into this. That's yeah. To me, the personally, you just can't just have straight up matches and no controversy. We do. do we do get a fun. We do get a fun match. Uh, sorry about the Give graphics. Me no to, uh, Give me a no contest. Give me something. You know, on this match. No, for the the elite and Def Triangle. How can you change it up? Do some controversy. You know, there's a no contest. Somebody gets busted. Somebody. I don't know. Just something. Just something out of the realm. Okay. All right. Well, sorry about the imagery on this one. It's a little blurry, but we do get uh, Brian Danielson versus Dax Hardwood. Um, this this should be good, dude. Yeah, Dax, Hardwood, Dax Hardwood is, we don't get to see him too much. We do get to see him in a lot of singles matches, but we don't get to see him with his tag team too much on Dynamite unless it's a trios match anymore. But I enjoy Dax Hardwood in a singles competition and Brian Danielson can carry just about anybody. Not that Dax mm-hmm. Harwood needs carried in this yeah. match, but this, is, two, this should be a know, fun one. Two great athletes, you know, Dax Harwood love his style of wrestling. Brian Danielson, you know, we love his wrestling too. Um, first time, first time for these guys. Um, see where you go with this. Maybe there could be some feud later on with FTR going against the, you know, whatever going on with the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, maybe they're teasing something for, you know, obviously we got Ring of Honor around the corner at a December 10th show. So I don't know what they're going to tease from here. So, but uh, yeah, that's going to be an exciting match. Yeah, man, it is going to be exciting. Um, I think that's, I, I think it's going to be fun, dude. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, Frodo says, my bad. I mean, dumb Walmart connection. Thank you, Frodo, for uh, for helping us. <laughs> try to monetize on youtube and get now you're allowed i'll give you permission to drink a (laughs) anybody that's watching this video please like the video and comment after the video is done it helps us in the algorithm it helps us greatly in the algorithm i cannot uh drive this home enough and if you're listening on the audio platform please consider giving us a five-star rating and a friendly review man it goes so far so far for us it helps us uh, reach more people 
No, elaborate here. So I'm just looking. I was looking at the schedule for the Death Triangle versus Elite. After match three, they don't fight till uh, winter is coming. So I wonder if they're going to anticipate somebody getting injured. You know, what do you do with that little brief break there? Storytelling. That's what you got to do. AEW doesn't know that, though. Everything pro wrestling (laughs) said uh, Dax going for wrestler of the year. November 30th to December 14th. So that's about, what, a two-week break, if I'm not mistaken? Two-week break, I think, or one week. On the Elite? For yeah, after match three to match four, and same with match who, six. Who do you think seven. is taking Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood? We're done with the elite now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it's probably gonna be Brian Danielson. Um, okay. Yeah, everybody's Willow. favorite Willow uh, Nightingale versus Anna J. Anna, Anna, Anna. Yeah, interesting matchup here. Um, you know, um, I'm not calling they... her Anna J A S. That's no, absolutely. She's always ridiculous. been known as Anna. Anna. Um, Anna. Yeah, interesting matchup here. Um, I actually, I don't know about you, but actually, you know, not, uh, that three way dance tag team women's match, I thought it was a good anticipation. I thought it showed more of a Willow. Um, very interesting matchup. I'm going to take Anna though on uh, this one. Um, they're slowly trying to build her up for the women's division. Slowly, but it's getting there. Some may say that Anna, or not Anna, sorry, Willow is wholesome. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> uh, once again, hasn't shown me nothing. I'm not too much of a fan of her just yet. As <laughs> She's got to kind of build that up for me. But uh, we also hear from uh, the world champion. So finally, this is what didn't make sense to me last week. You have MJF win the title, finally, and you don't even have him on your Dynamite after the the pay-per-view? What is going on, dude? Yeah, I've got some sort of video package, something from him via satellite. I don't want to be in Chicago. Nothing, just, you know, we get an explanation. Regal, yeah, he's going to be here next week. And uh, even that's a controversy one. Um, Is Regal going back to WWE? What do you do with Regal? What do you do with MJF? Well, I don't know. There's rumors circulating that Regal is going back to WWE too. Once again, rumors. Um, don't don't quote me on this at all because I am not spreading false information on uh, the interweb. <coughs> um, I don't know what you do with Regal going forward, but I do know that MJF is finally going to be here, so I, I'm kind of excited to see what he says as the champion. Um, you got uh, Conrad saying MJF had a movie shoot. I don't give a damn. That's terrible. That's terrible planning. Then you do not have this guy win the title and not show up on TV the next day. Everybody in that arena was disappointed, bro. It was me, 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 me. It's Chicago, it, at it, least. Yeah, dude. Chicago wanted to see gonna, some MJF for sure. You're not gonna have him there. Give me some sort of video, some via satellite, something. Uh, let's answer this one first. Conrad said that's why he cut a media scrum promo. I understand that, but the fans in Chicago wanted to see the champion show up in the suit and as the champion and cutting a promo in Chicago. That's that say something, you know, Hey, I'm making love or even have a little vignette. Yeah. Like 
I'm not like having Thanksgiving in that shithole, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, like, even throw a shot at CM Punk, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to the town that your precious hero who walked out on our company. <laughs> who I beat like, twice. Yeah, who I beat, yeah, like something, dude. You could have showed something. Uh, Conrad says he's got a question. What do you do with the Dark Order following Rampage heel turn? So, 10 did turn heel on uh, Rampage. Um. And he's now with what? He's with Andrade's crew now, right? Yeah, yeah. With Roosh, um, Andrade okay. had surgery, so I don't know. And I know he's suspended, of course. Um, I don't think he's suspended at all. I think he's just undergoing uh, Well, surgery. that's what he claimed. Um, yeah, what do you do with the Dark Order? I mean, I mean, what be... do you do with him? He's right, though. Like, how long can the Dark Order run its course? And then after Dark Order breaks up, what do you do with John Silver? And what do you do with uh, Uno? And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm taking the wild guess. I think they're going to end up joining Andrade's group. They're just going to get their ass. Or maybe just have they're a tag team out beat. of them. They're just make just a trio or a tag team out of them. Yeah, I mean, you got what? Three you members? need more trios for those have, stupid titles they brought in. Yeah, you got three members in them. You just had another one that just officially signed with Impact. You had one, obviously, you know, uh, Motorola in the background. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoever. Um you mean. might as well you might as well put them in the trios mix. Um, but personally for me, I do not want to see more Adam Hangman Page with them again. That's been that's been done. Do something else with them. I don't know what, but Right, right. If you guys hear kids running in the background, man, I got all my grandkids over right now and it is a madhouse. I don't know if you guys can hear them. But if you even, hear yeah, same here. If you hear roofers yeah. on the top, it's just a maintenance thing they have to do. <laughs> yeah, they're they're even even a, a noise gate on my uh Roadcaster Pro cannot cut these kids out. It is it is intense over at my house right now. I have no idea what's going on. But Walmart Roadcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's crazy. So we're also going to hear from Jade Cargill, uh, the TBS championship celebration. Once again, don't care about that. I'm sure we're going to get more out of Jade. Like I like Jade. Don't get me wrong. So don't, uh, I I don't know. I'm, I'm into Jade. I just feel like she's still yet to get that right matchup yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they planted the seeds here. They kicked out, uh, what's her name, Kara Hogan out of the baddies or whatever. They She got served papers from uh, Mark Sterling. That's probably the next feud. Nothing really crazy from this. And uh, nothing much from the Bow Wow situation. Um, they're, just in this, they're just in the hole in the corner of what? who do you have beat her? Once again, we have... Chris Jericho in the main event of some event <laughs> final battle we have the match book it TK what do you think about this dude Jericho's you know, winning right Jericho's winning this match. yeah Jericho's winning fantastic um you know I've loved when Claudio came to over to AEW I don't know I, I'm assuming they're gonna keep pushing the whole you know Blackpool combat the, the comeback club feuding with um, Jericho's crew. Um, to me, it's just last minute. They had, what, I think two weeks. They're just booking this. I don't know if they have anybody else in sight to face Jericho at the time. But, um, yeah, I'm taking Jericho for the win on this one, retaining. All right, man. So that that just about wraps it up. I have no other – I don't know what else is happening on Dynamite tomorrow night. Those uh, 
That's that's pretty much what I got is the the three matches and the two announcements. Yeah, I may be missing something. The only thing we have is uh, yeah, uh, Ricky Spanish against MJF at Winter is Coming. Yeah, yeah. Anything out of that whatsoever? I expect MJF to walk through Ricky Spanish. I think that it's a uh, shout out to Derek too from Everything Pro Wrestling. He's the reason why we call uh, Ricky Starks Ricky Spanish. Um, you, you got, it's one of those you had to have been there. If you if if you're listening to our audio pl- platforms, which I know we have a lot of uh, loyal listeners on audio only, and that's why we're switching over to video. Please make time to come over to the video and get in the live chat with us, man. I know we get, I know the numbers. I see our numbers. They're good. Come from the audio platform and watch us on video, man. You won't regret it. But um, yeah, also go check out everything pro wrestling. They are an ad on this show. Um, I, I definitely endorse these guys. Um, uh, I love it, dude. You got to go. You you have to see the chemistry between Conrad and Derek. And shout out to, to Derek for the Ricky Spanish. Um, I don't. I think that it's it's too little, too late for Ricky Starks. That's that's what I feel like. I feel like. Uh, oh yeah, and Conrad said in this feud already. The B. The, he's talking about the BCC and the the Jericho appreciation. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, end it. End it. So. Um, and the reason why I knew that I know like in, in this feud was like no contents, but, but me and, uh, Conrad were talking about this earlier. So I know exactly what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I think it's too little, too late for Ricky Starks. Yeah. Very, very odd booking. I think should have gave him the went- T- TNT title when you had the chance. Yeah, no, I agree with it. I think they should have went the other way and had Ethan Page win to see how they would. I mean, that's how they booked it in the first place of the firm whooping on MJF. Unless it's just all in cahoots. Yeah, no, I feel it, man. I feel it. So, guys, we're going to give away some Manscaped stuff here soon. But James, are you about ready to kick it old school? It's been a long time. It's been, what, three weeks? Three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Three weeks, um, man. We haven't talked about some old school Monday yeah, Night Raw. I haven't watched Raw. I haven't watched these Raws in a good while. I'm going to be ready to go back on a kick. Um, this one specifically we're covering for December 1st, 1997. Fantastic. You guys got to watch it. And uh, we're going to be covering it all here coming right up. Absolutely, man. We are going to take a word from our sponsors over manscape.com. Go to Manscaped and use our promo code PWSHOOT. Save 20% off. Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Man, it's never too early to play holiday music. And it's never too early to start thinking about those gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and using our promo code PWSHOOT for free shipping and 20% off. That's right, free shipping plus 20% off. You can't beat this, man. You cannot beat this. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls, just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling performance package, plus ultra-premium body wash, ultra-premium 2-in-1 shampoo, plus conditioner, and ultra-premium deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane, brother. 
the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer, and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate presence. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue cleaning the snow out of your driveway. Shave in the shower, bro. Shave in the shower. There's also a 4000K LED light on it, so you can light the way like Rudolph. Now that you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Platinum Package Shower products. All of Manscaped's shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. But smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. The Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve stank problems all day long, bro. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirits. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new Body Buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use our promo code PWSHOOT at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com and use our promo code PWSHOOT. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Ho, ho, ho. All right, it's time to kick it old school, James. Yes, it is. It's been a long time coming. My favorite part. It is raw is war time, baby. 1997. Um, can't play the full song like we do on the audios. I'm pretty sure we'll uh, get kicked off the stream. But uh, we will uh, play a little bit of it here. And yeah, dude. Monday Night Raw, 1997, December 1st. We're almost at that Monday Night Raw where uh, we get the famous DX... Um, Merry Christmas ass shot. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but I do. Classic shenanigans. Classic yes, shenanigans. Classic shenanigans. Um, and uh, yeah, we got a lot to cover here. Fantastic show. You know, you had some ups and downs, and uh, yeah, heard your comments about it during when you were watching it. <laughs> this was a weird raw because if you're watching it on the Peacock Network, um. They cut out a lot of weird music. Like when Austin came out, his music wasn't playing. I don't know if it was for you. I don't. I don't know how this. No, it wasn't. It, it was, it was some, so. I don't weird. know what you want to call. It. I don't know what song it was or something. They were playing genre. some random song on there, and it wasn't Stone Cold song. I don't. I don't know why they did that, but uh, yeah, cut it out, man. It's it, it's it's really really strange. Yeah, so let's go back in time. Um, on the other side of other side. Of, of the world we had monday night nitro in knoxville tennessee at the civic coliseum with 5,782 fans in attendance 5,115 tickets paid for 667 tickets where who the hell knows where they went um you got a 3.8 rating um not much here you know just really eric and and nwo just mocking mocking sting um you know, you got a little bit, a couple feuds going on here. Um, Bischoff was supposed to fight Larry, Larry at Starcade, says the match is not going on. And they threw in stipulations that if you want to fight me, we're putting Nitro on the line. Um, if if I win, NWO gets control of the whole company. Um, and just, a, you know, just a little tidbit here. So 
uh, as Eric and Hogan are in the ring, they decided, you know, let's put a sting mask over the camera to give you like a, you know, anticipation. Like, what does it look like to be like, get a you know point of view from stings, stings look of, and uh, you know, he just, Hogan was pissed off. He saw so many sting masks in the crowd, you know, and you know, he was just going off and telling everyone, um, I'll wrestle all you, I'll wrestle all you that are wearing the mask. You guys are a disgrace. You know, I don't know how you can like a, you know, coward like that with Sting. Um, that's pretty much it. What we got from WCW, just more anticipation, more buildup for Sting and Hogan. Um, you know, on the other side of the world, of course, Monday Night The Raw match was- that could have been. Yeah. The match that could have been. What if? <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous how bad that match turned out. I still loved it for the spectacle, but... Man, they really screwed something up over a freaking tan. Can you believe it? Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's nitro for you, right? <laughs> so let's give a rundown on what the, uh, the match the match card for uh, WWE. Let's hear the statistics on ratings and uh, attendance on uh, yeah. Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, Monday Night Raw was taking place in. Uh, I'm not not sure if I pronounce this uh, correctly, but it's Roanoke. Roanoke, Virginia at the Roanoke Civic Center. Um, sold out show. It had 6,542 fans in attendance. Sold out. Taped on November 25th. Um, of course, before probably Thanksgiving and the holidays. Um, we had a 3.0 rating for uh, Raw. And, uh, yeah, we had a good – we had a few matches on here. We had a we had a uh, continuation for the light heavyweight title tournament. You had Takamushinoku versus Aguila. You had a weird, I don't know what you, a weird, I think it was like a four-way match, uh, elimination match with Dilo Brown versus Recon versus Change versus Miguel Perez Jr. Um, you had Rocky Malavia versus Vader. Another light heavyweight title match, um, which did not go on, of course. Scott Taylor versus Brian Christopher. Uh, Ahmed Johnson versus Jeff Jarrett. Another match that did not happen. Road Dog and Billy Gunn versus the Headbangers. Um, and in your main event, you had Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Jim Neidhart. So they were showing a lot of uh, flyers throughout the night. Still to come, Degeneration X. Um uh, let's get into that first segment, though, when it came to the Nation of Domination. The Rock comes out, and uh, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the Nation of Domination... Uh, man, it's been a while since I've seen this one. Um, I thought you froze there for a minute. What's going on? Are you no, skimming oh my, your notes or what? Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I know I haven't watched this like three weeks when we were going to cover it. So I know you watched it more. Um, you watched it three weeks ago? Yeah, when we were, we were going to cover it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Should have probably brushed up on that. I just watched this like two days ago. So the Nation of Domination comes out. They're uh, brawling with just about everybody. This is in the midst of Stone Cold chasing down the Rock for the Intercontinental title. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's during that elimination match, uh, that four-way random, ma- random match out of the blue. Stone Cold um, rides the, the the old Stone Cold truck in the, the arena. Yeah, Rocky's Fans still wearing the nuts. IC belt, you know. Um, 
says this will be a non-title match against Vader. And then, yep, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, he comes out blurring. Uh, that's what it was, Back in Black, and that's why he was playing some other song. That is oh, why. okay. That's so it why. was playing Back in Black when he came out? Yeah, that's why. The truck was blasting it. Um, of course, that's why he got replaced. Um, yeah, oh, he wow. stands okay. up. He stands on top of the truck, um, and he's just drinking uh, good old Steve Weisers. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is just going crazy. He's getting distracted, um, you know. So pretty much, yeah, no one cares about the match. Just uh, what's Austin going to do? And he's just sitting there watching the whole entire match, going back and forth with Vader, um, and then like <laughs> just so random. That's, that's, you know? that's pretty much how they went off the air. Uh, to go to commercial break was Steve Austin standing up right there in the rock, like kind of looking back at him all, all, all pissed off. Um, right. th- it was a good way to start Monday night raw. But then when they came back, you got uh, a short little video <laughs> with the generation X and I'm uh, Shawn Michaels had like a fake foot and they were mocking Ken Shamrock. Um, Triple H was twisting his ankle and yeah, twisting with his, his ankle. Yeah, while, with the fake leg, like, oh, 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 you know, my foot hurts. You know, I don't think it's like it, it hasn't quite got to my pain threshold just yet. <laughs> it's just, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. And the whole time, Shawn Michaels got a little uh, sucker in his uh, cheek there. It, it, yeah, was, a wild, it was a wild, it was a wild night, dude. Yeah, and just uh, you know, we're gonna run the WF. We don't care, you know what? Uh, we don't care what. We don't have full images from this Monday Night Raw. Obviously, this was a long time ago, but we did pick up some Im- images. Thank you, James, for uh, providing those. Yeah, yeah dude. D-Generation um, X, like, looking back on it now. Just being clowns. So you know? <laughs> so childish and, and corny. Yeah, here's one for you where Hunter's just talking about slaughter, and he says, you know, you're – you know, your woman needs something that you don't bring. The bazooka. I got one right here. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The old suck it chance, man. Shortly after that, um, I can't remember if this came first or, or the other one, but we do finally see gold dust. And the reason why we haven't seen gold dust the last couple of weeks as the artist formerly known as gold dust is because he came out with some inappropriate face paint on and uh, the peacock uh, removed. <clears throat> removed all that stuff so uh we do get gold dust now with luna yeah pink hair you know he has a you know different outfit wearing a green suit um obviously he has those uh strap on nipple clamps or whatever ball gag you know i think jerry lauer said oh this would be illegal in 21 states or something like that <laughs> and yeah. luna just says you know the b is back um you know that just Jordan some inappropriate stuff his man. whole life and now he's with the real woman um you know it's, and he likes it he likes it whatsoever you know there's Laura's just interviewing her and you know just getting the blunt answers from her whatsoever um she says pain and pleasure go hand in hand um and then she just starts making out with him and then yeah cornet um excuse me what i said earlier yeah cornet <laughs> says this interview would be illegal in 27 states <laughs> yeah yeah so, it would and conrad, is, get conrad is not liking the image we put on the screen here of of the gold attire or the the green attire the green of attire, gold dust that? yeah um, he did he did later on get involved during that rocky invader match and he ended up uh you know going fist to fist with uh vader um and uh yeah vader just said oh hell with this match i don't care about your rock and he starts ends up chasing him loses by count out so um yeah that's pretty much what we got out of that one <clears throat> and then next we get uh 
Mark Merrow coming out with Sable and Sable stealing the spotlight once again. Uh, interview with Jim Cornette, and um, he says, how many people have Sable beat? <laughs> Sable hasn't beaten nobody. And then Sable started crying. He said, oh, you're going to cry? You're going to cry? And then he just get out of my ring. Yeah. Hey, can you do a Merrow salt? Have you beat anybody, you know? Um, he's just getting so pissed off all the distractions, you know, having a a feud with Butterbean, you know, I can box out box him and whatnot. And, you know, you're over here modeling and wearing Stone Cold Steve. While you have Jim Cornette. So, so, uh, Mark Merrill is also calling him Butterball. And, and, and then you have Jim Cornette also repeating Butterball. He's like, Oh, I mean, Butterbean on the microphone, (laughs) dude, the things that we liked, in the Attitude Era, I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> I understand this is, to some, the golden era of professional wrestling, I guess, or sports entertainment. Dude, this is cringe. Yeah, that's This horrible. is really bad. It's a weird, weird storyline, <laughs> and I know eventually down the road, uh, I think a year down later, we get a brawl for all, which, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's just crazy. And I don't know what this other image is that you gave me. So, um, oh, so, so this is at the end of the night. That's the end of the night when they a quick match. It's a yeah, a quick match between Hunter and Jim Neidhart for the main event. Went on for two minutes and thirty seconds. Um, and yeah, Jim pretty Nate, much Neidhart he gets blasted with a painted. chair, and he gets he gets hit with a pedigree and a chair shot, and yeah, they start spraying WCW in his back. Um, and yeah, they're just you know messing with them. They start handcuffing them to the rope, and then here comes your guys' favorite Slaughter comes out and saves them. And well, what do you know? Gets his ass beat too. <laughs> so who has to come and save him? Shamrock comes in. Well, because this kid. Sunday, uh, they're promoting the Degeneration X in your house this Sunday, and they have to. Uh, Slaughter is going to be facing uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley in a boot camp match, and uh, <laughs> Degeneration X. In your house, yeah, um, Not a boot camp match. I mean, what? what <laughs> who booked this shit? What are we doing here? It's it it's it, we're know. just calling it a boot camp match because it's Sergeant Slaughter's gimmick that he's <laughs> he's a sergeant. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got it. We got to make a street fight in the same way that we would in the military. Yeah, I know. It's I thought <laughs> when he came back to wrestle one more time, it's very cringe. Those promos were bad. Um, but Terrible. You know, you know, it is what it is. DX is just like, he oh, did we cut one good promo, one yeah, good one. promo. And that was the one. week before this. Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, obviously we didn't have no images, but you had the new WWF tag team champions, road dog and Billy Gunn, and, uh, Conrad's personal favorite. He loves him. Some road dog, Jesse James. Um, <laughs> um yeah, he's all about it. Oh, out. you didn't know. Right. I think that was the song they were coming out to. Um, yeah, and they're wearing the, you know, but he hadn't started the, Oh, you didn't know your ass better call somebody. Yeah. He said, Oh, you didn't know, but he said something else like, so he hasn't really found his shtick yet. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just talking smack, you know, um, saying the, the, the shoulder pads that the LOT wear, that's just wrestling history. Um, you know, yeah, you guys will get your uh, rematch at in your house. Um, and we're facing, Former champions, the headbangers, no, the titles will not be on the line. And then LOD just comes out of nowhere and starts whooping on them. They eventually get away. Um, and I think it was so, Animal that called them. They're ugly as a as an ape. <laughs> yeah. So the, this, this is from. their go-home show to their in-your-house pay-per-views. Yeah. James, do you miss the in-your-house pay-per-views, or do you prefer it just to be its own name now? 
because I thought the the in your house pay per views back in the day they used to sell them for much cheaper. You'd get them for like I think it was twenty nine ninety nine something like that. I think it was twenty. I think it was nineteen ninety nine for the in your house. I think this is the last one too. I think DX the DX generation in your house is the last one. I think is it the last in your house? I think so. Eventually they brought it back. You know, obviously in current day, but I think it was okay. Um, but yeah, nothing much we missed out of here. Um, Takamushinoku advanced. Um, oh, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I think you have a photo for Jeff Jarrett. I don't, Um, it did not upload. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you think about this whole Jarrett thing? You just, you know, I'm not wrestling. And then, so we've been making a big deal about Jeff Jarrett. If you guys go back and watch this, uh, obviously we're talking about December 1st, 1997, but if you go back before this, Jeff Jarrett comes back in controversial fashion and he, um, Apparently, they were trying to make him a big deal because he came from WCW. So it was like one of the first ones to come from WCW um, instead of people from WWE going to WCW, if that makes sense. Yeah. So Jeff Jarrett was a big deal to WWE because keep in mind, they're still losing the ratings at this time. They're still losing every week. This is during the 83 weeks of ass whooping from WCW. Right. Um. So... They they wanted some sort of controversy, so they started out doing the Jim Cornette thing, where he did the. This, that's my opinion, where he was straight shooting on wrestlers in WCW, mm-hmm. uh, shooting on Eric Bischoff every week, and uh, so they started doing other controversial things, like this whole thing with Bret Hart. The Montreal Screwjob happened next, right? And now they're mentioning WCW every single week. They started talking crap about how old Hulk Hogan is, and and Macho Man. That's they be in D Generation X pronouns, pal. Um, so yeah, D-Generation X would start running their mouths about WCW guys. And now D-Generation X every single week are talking about WCW. Well, Jeff Jarrett comes in and he's also shooting on Eric Bischoff and WCW. And it's the same song and dance with Jarrett. It's my father ran this company. Uh, he did for, things for, a lot better. For, you yeah, know, I'm for not many, fighting many with years this guy. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just it's the same song and dance with him. Uh, Conrad says, "Road dogs shake my head." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, same song and dance uh, with Jeff Jarrett, but they tried to make him out to be a bigger deal, so they made it feel like this was a shoot, and that uh, the only way that I would come back to WWE is that you grant me all the things that I want, yeah. certain things in my locker room. And uh, he's fighting a guy that just came from a bad car wreck eight days ago. Um, yeah, he wants to be promoted as a star, and he says, "I'm not wrestling because you didn't promote me in a star." Um, it even says that, and you didn't contract. put enough M and M's in my locker room. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's and, just silly stuff, man. So week in, week yeah. out, we're getting Jeff Jarrett denying a match. So every week, it's Jeff Jarrett makes his debut. So this nope. is um, this is the uh, what is it the the bait bait and switch that that WWE did all the time. So this was a bait and switch. This was probably one of the reasons why they were losing ratings a lot is because they did this a lot. There was a lot yeah. of bait and switch, like yeah, well, including their time, main event matches. Right. And this time they promised like, Hey, uh, you know, slaughter comes out and tells them, Oh, you don't have to wrestle tonight, but guess what? You're wrestling the undertaker. If you don't wrestle, you're suspended. So on this uh, net, on this match, Yes, he comes out and tells them. <laughs> if Jared That's next week. Wrestle, no, it's this week. It was oh, he, he actually has to wrestle? He has to wrestle or you will be suspended this Sunday if you do not wrestle The Undertaker. So I don't know. Also, what, he has I to wrestle at D-Generation X. Which I'm house. surprised. Why they put him with Taker? Um, I know, obviously, we had Kane get involved. Sergeant Slaughter was the first Teddy Long. Yeah. He didn't know. Okay. One-on-one with The Undertaker player. 
one-on-one with the undertaker maggot <laughs> yeah nothing much uh, that's it order. yeah um no uh no little wrestlers this time again um scott taylor got his got his butt whooped by the uh by kane um oh yeah, yeah we did get to see kane tonight yep that's right yeah that um yeah taka winning or yeah taka winning of course fantastic match by the way yeah. Um, These matches and this this program is so condensed. It's like they take this huge format and they just smash it all. It's like Excalibur all over again, except <laughs> they actually had stuff going on in, in this. So there was a lot of storytelling going on right here. But it, Even but the it little feels, commercials were cringe. You had that yeah. little toy it, toy commercial, like the Karate Fighters and Jerry King and Tito Santana just going back and forth on it. Yo, yo. A peep game, all right? Because when those karate fighters were released, I was like, yo, I got to get me some karate fighters. Those are dope. Uh, yeah, what were they saying? Oh, you know, uh, what was it? Oh, I forgot what Jerry called him, uh, which I'm surprised Peacock didn't take it down. What do you call him? I think you call him Taco Bell or something. He called him the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's just a, it's, it's a lot of show format smashed into two hours you know what i mean so they're trying to like crap out all these stories so guess what for a go home show yeah and if you got a match you're you better not go over two minutes pal yeah because that's what it is it was two minute matches because if you look at this yeah you had the main event at 230 um 256 i'm trying to see what um we had two matches that didn't even happen didn't even happen bait switch um okay you had uh rocky and um Vader went on for six minutes and 16 seconds. Um, the four-way match, three minutes and 39 seconds, which I'm just done seeing the Jackal and the whole, the whole just, you know, I mean, you put the Truce Commissioner, DOA, Los Pariquas, Nation. Yeah, and the many, Patriot. I'm done with all of that. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think he was on this show. <laughs> if you guys listen to our audio uh, platforms, you, you will know that uh, we are over the Patriot. Just overseeing the Patriot is it, it's terrible, dude. Oh, terrible he's back gimmick. next week, pal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good. So I'm next week a... we are gonna find out what happened at Degeneration X in your house. And until then, guys, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Bernard Jr. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. And for some reason, I do not have that graphic anymore. Yes, I do. Here it is. Subscribe to this. Uh, YouTube account, guys, go follow our social medias uh, at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. We actually have a handle now um, on uh, YouTube, so it's at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. So follow us uh, on YouTube, man. Come into the live chat. Uh, We're going to be doing some giveaways and stuff. So, yeah, come and join us. And if you haven't already, um, give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot on our audio platforms. Um, can't say enough about that. We also have a merch store. Go and support it, guys. Um, BrainBusterTees.com, the pro wrestling shoot. Go check it out and support our sponsors over at Manscaped. Use that promo code PWSHOOT. Also, they're going through a Cyber Monday and Black Friday sale, and I think it ends tonight. So if you're watching this live, you can get an additional 25% off. So go and do that. That is a lot of savings right there, man. And, uh, yeah, I want to give this Manscaped stuff away. So, uh, who are we picking? We picking Conrad. Conrad is already sponsored by, by Manscaped though. Should I, should I throw him the package anyway? Cause he's, he's always in here supporting us. Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts. Bye.
Navidad. <laughs> All right, Conrad, just for supporting us, man, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys uh, the the Manscaped Platinum Package. Share it with Derek. You know what I mean? Uh, don't don't make don't sure to clean it though. <laughs> don't perform it with Derek. Uh, one of you guys take the razor, please. Don't uh, don't share that. Don't share that shit. <laughs> but there is some shower gel in there. There's uh, some boxers. Uh, do your best. Uh, I don't know. You guys can uh, Rochambeau each other for it. Yeah, turn for, them inside out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we don't know how you're gonna sh- how you're gonna make that work. But Derek is just as much a, a part of everything pro wrestling as Conrad. Even though Conrad is the the sympathy uh, sympathy before the uh, on the on the orchestra right there because. You know, he's kind of like me. James just fucking provides the notes, and uh, I do everything. <laughs> James, got to teach you how to upload stuff, Head man. Head of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Highest episode for e- EPW. Yeah, there you go, man. So, yeah, uh, that's that's it, guys. Uh, catch us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Follow us on uh, Twitter at TPWS Podcast. And subscribe to this, please. Like the video and leave a comment after this. It'll help other people reach us. I appreciate it so much. I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Bernard Jr. We'll see you next week right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Pro, pro, pro wrestling.